okay, okay, okay. So thank you. You look fine. You look like lighting is good. Everything is good. Perfect. Flow, aura, all of that is good. Thank you so much for doing this. Like, I'm just like really honored. I was sitting this morning, I was like, oh my God, I'm just so glad he said yes. Just oh, so, yeah. Just so glad you said yes. And in case you forget, I do have your first book. And I'll be getting Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember. I remember everybody that got the copy. You yep. was at the, uh, the juice spot. Yep, yep, because I got yep. the sign copy. Yep. That's it. You got the exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I can't wait to get the nuts one. And I'm just really impressed. So um thank you. Yeah, just thank you. So for all my podcast listeners, thank you for still listening to Nia's Garden. Um, I'm really excited about this series because I'm planning an event in June for the Melanated Meadow. So Nia's Garden, this is a meadow within the garden, as I see it, to bring together the Black spiritual community here in my area. And I wanted to warm, start warming people up by speaking to people who are a part of that community and why. Like, why have so many people of color, especially Black people, decided to start moving away from traditional organized religion and going a different way, whether it's to ATR or something else, just just what the mindset is behind that. So I am honored that I have the illustrious, the award-winning author. That one's going ahead and put it like that. I'm going ahead and manifest that. The award-winning best-selling author, Ricky Prestige Leverett Jr. And see, I have his book. So he is an author, professional metaphysical motivational speaker, ordained minister of metaphysics and father. He's spoken on a variety of topics from audiences, both big and small, ranging from corporations to small cultural, cultural events. He specializes in mind science, motivation, metaphysics, and psychology. He studied metaphysics under Dr. Paul Leon Master at the University of Metaphysics. Ricky has been teaching, speaking, and studying mind science for over 10 years. What he does not know is that at the very beginning of my spiritual awakening was in March, 2020. And around June, mm. I think you were doing something with Band of Brothers. So I'm friends with Big T. And so all right. of a sudden, a lot of the Band of Brothers ended up becoming friends of mine on my Facebook friend list. So that's actually mm -hmm. how I discovered you. And so nice. your post actually helped a lot through the early stages of my awakening journey. Um, and also got me to start going back to school. So I'm actually enrolled at the University of Metaphysics because nice. I discovered <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, <laughs> I discovered it on your phone. Like, wait, you got a degree in metaphysics? What is that? Right, right. So, yeah, I actually discovered it because of you. So, okay. So, nice. thank, thank you so much. Um, anybody listening, or if you find this on my YouTube and end up watching, you're not here for me. So, I'm going to give you a few minutes just to introduce yourself before I start applying you with questions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm excited to be here and I appreciate that great uh, introduction, that prestigious introduction. <laughs> and I thank you for that. And, I, and I'm glad to be speaking on a topic like this. And the funny thing is, is that after I, because this morning I miss you, you know, I missed the meeting, but we got it back together. And, um, you know, I woke up about to make a video similar to this very topic uh, about spirituality and fear and us being scared of a lot of things that um that could actually help us so it's i just want to put that out how it was in sync because i hadn't even read your i remember the interview but i didn't re realize how close of a topic it was to what was already on my mind you know what i mean and um just for the people to know me i just want to put that out first but for the people out there, my name is, once again, Ricky Prestige Leverage uh, Jr. I'm a metaphysician, a uh, meditation instructor, um, mind science coach, and different things of that nature. I deal with a lot of spiritual topics. Um, I deal with a lot of uh, my main expertise is mind science. So I go into how you can change your programming. I believe that everything starts. Um, at the beginning inside your mind as an idea or someone else implanted that idea. And that's how you create your world and your reality. So I thought that was a key 
um, place to start. But that is what I teach uh, here. I got I'm on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, but we'll go all into all of that probably within the interview. Awesome. Thank you so much. And it's it's funny how your expertise and what I decided to start doing as my first coaching topic are so in sync. My first coaching yeah. topic is self-love. And it starts like the first part of it is getting to know yourself and understanding how you think, how you move, why you tick, why you do the things you do. And understanding yourself holistically because right. don't you can, you don't know why these things are even a thing to even to be able to address them. So I love that that's the way that your your book starts with mind alignment is right. you know the hermetic principles and understanding those particular concepts. And I just think that it's really amazing that this is so like I was like he's in Augusta. Like I, was just, <laughs> I say that to myself sometimes. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, and it's it's always funny. That's why my that's why the vision I have for June is what it is because a lot of times we'll go through an awakening and think it's just us, and we're yeah. doing this by ourselves. So, right. so coming to the topic at hand, like why spirituality? So, can you tell us a little bit about how you were? like brought up or you brought up in a, you know, Orthodox religion and what that journey and transition to metaphysics look like and how, whether there were obstacles, how people reacted, like just that whole, what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I love talking about this because it's a interesting story. That's why I even became a teacher of these topics because I actually started with myself. And I made all these changes to myself. And that's when I realized, like, these are universal principles that other people can use um, to change the way they see the world, you know, going after their goals and manifesting and just having a more connection, like you said, to self and knowing thyself and doing that analysis and seeing what makes you become the person that you are. But um, going into the question of where, where it began at was the way I came up was... Um, of course, Christianity, you know, just being a part of a black family, that's what that's what we're pretty much prone to. But I would say that and I think I got lucky on this point was that my parents really did it instill it in me where they were. Um, we didn't have to go to church or, you know, every because because I talked to my to my wife and she she basically got traumatized by how much of Christianity she had to take, you know, she, so it's more imprinted in some people than others. And I think that's why I was able to open myself up and be able to get this information because I didn't have as much as a hurdle to uh, jump over, but I knew my whole life without my parents telling me that I was a spiritual person. So as I would go to my grandma's house, you know, she reading the Bible. It's the typical, it's a typical thing, but nobody was like pushing it on me. So that was good. And they gave me that opening to be able to study what I wanted to study. They didn't understand all the time, but they would give me that option. Um, but as it got deeper though, when I really, cause I started off in Christianity for myself thinking if I'm this spiritual, it got to be something religious to this where right. I need to, yeah, I tried to find my space in my foot and I thought I was a preacher, honestly, wow. which I am, you know, yeah. you know, which I am, but it's just not the same topic. But that's exactly. what I, while I was in the streets or whatever I was doing, I always felt like, and my friends would say, they'd be like, man, Rick, you, you more mature than us. You're like a preacher or something. I think this is just your, your, your crazy time, you know, <laughs> but then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have a real, Rebirth. And they were kind of right, but it just wasn't in Christianity. And then as I started studying metaphysics and the YouTube time came, you know, it was wide open. I got me a laptop because I was reading before that, but I had a laptop and my process was slow. So I was still at T.D. Jakes and um, Joel Osteen. And I got that laptop and I opened myself up to all kind of spiritual teachers and, and, and learning in the universe just kind of brought the the answers that I was seeking for so long to me. But once you wake up, you know, a lot of people don't understand it and don't get it. And you do. And I did lose a lot of friends and family because of that. And I think they're coming back around because they see that I'm just not crazy. I'm actually you know, changing. <laughs> no, so they're coming back now because it sounded crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, first of all, I was like, what you been up there smoking at school? I was like, I ain't been smoking nothing too drastic, you know. Just like, <laughs> and she, and she, was, she was like, oh, no, you talking crazy. I was like, nah, I ain't been smoking nothing out of the, out of the norm, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, that's, that's the first initial thing I got was that I was crazy. And then I lost my mind at school. <laughs> You know, I have a question. I have a question. Yeah, Because yeah. I was not raised Christian. Um, even though I'm born and raised mm. in the South here in Augusta, I was raised That's as an good. Israelite. So, in, in, yeah. So, in a similar fashion, I was always on the outside. Yeah. Being at, here in the South, so it was easy to just go further outside. I'm like, all right, I'm right. already out here. I'm already out here. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you out there with Hebrew Israelite? They don't play. <laughs> like I'm already out here, so I might as well just keep on. Keep on keeping on. One of the things in my own personal journey and Mm -hmm. with you being in mind science and metaphysics and but also having been brought up in Christianity, I'm wondering if in your studies, in your travel, especially in the University of Metaphysics. Yeah. When you think about um, Jesus, Yeshua, whichever name resonates, now as opposed to when you were younger did you Mm -hmm. have one of those like yo moments when you started studying more or what was that like oh yeah definitely everything was a yo moment everything was (laughs) like what am i reading and what is this blasphemy (laughs) they are blasphemous i can't believe they saying this i just seen so much stuff that people would say i couldn't believe because because i jumped into the conscious community a lot at one point, and I was listening to them brothers teaching, they would say things that was so forbidden yeah. in my mind at that time. But I like the fact that they weren't scared of it. So yes. I started when it comes to Jesus, it's still it's still in my world, you know, somewhat. It's just the way I view it is different. I see him as a master teacher, you know, yes. that unlocked his abilities and maybe got a got a lot of stories told on them, but what they give us is not the truth. And right. once I accepted just that thought that they could be lying, I was opened up to so many other things to be able to find myself. Cause I'm like, when I started getting those, oh yeah moments, I started unlocking things in me and I took past the barrier. And now I'm able to see the fear in other people as I'm speaking these words and talking. But, and now I look at it and that's what I was thinking about this morning. Cause I was like, you know, it did, did Christianity or religion institutionalize our thinking and put us at a point of fear and we don't go past a certain point and that's mm-hmm. why we can't heal yes. or that's why we can't get over the hump. And I don't know why people of this generation can't see that when we didn't had countless generations get into the same hole or the same matrix that yes. someone else gave to them. So. I was I was just steadfast on, you know, sitting, learning as much as I could and being real with it and using it and, to, and then give it to people. People still don't take it all. But I learned that it's not supposed to be everyone. It's people like us. And we'll 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 shift the paradigm without everybody being involved, because some people need followers or some people need religion and things like that. But yes. I don't. But that I was don't. A- that's a powerful statement. I often hear people who become spiritual and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're still doing dot, dot, dot. And in my mindset, it's like everyone's soul has its own journey. And their soul may have chosen to be Christian. But I said, yeah. for me, it's a matter of discernment. It's not that I have a problem with Christianity, um, mm-hmm. which is would be surprising because I grew up and had someone tell me because I wasn't Christian, I was going to hell. If I didn't come, oh, yeah. convert to Christianity, I'm going to hell. But yeah, I, I get that told every day. Yes. <laughs> Especially on TikTok. They be going in on me. But yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, it's, but I'm like, especially for Black people and people of color, I feel like we have to have a level of discernment. We were conquered. Like, to take that as it is, we were taken from our country and conquered right. and then made to believe that everything we knew prior to leaving the continent was a lie. And right. in 2022, to not say, is it possible that was done to brainwash us? 
Is yeah. it possible to not to think like why why is it that you feel like before slavery came we didn't know who God was? Why is it yeah. that you would believe that concept? And when you talk to people, when you speak and you you start speaking about that, um, what are your feelings or thoughts or what do you say to us to what's the seed you feel like is most important that you plant that that makes them say, just think about it. Like, what does that look mm. like for you? Mm. Yeah, good question. Good question. Well, I mean, you pretty much broke it down. Like what I, that that's the seed right there that the fact that they lied about so many different things and the fact that I realized slavery was more psychological than anything. And then I realized that it's tactics that you can use and certain things that you can use to shift a person's behavior. And what I realized was that that behavior is controlled by that programming that they gave you. So a lot of people, I take it as like the Agent Smith on the Matrix, where a lot of people will fight for that Matrix, you know, to keep in that same mind state. But I think people are moving more towards it because of so much is happening in the world. I think it's a natural um, awakening process that we're going through in general. You know, when yes. you look at the cycles of the universe and things like that. So it makes sense that more and more people are waking up. But um, but the the aha moments come with the, when you start doing your history and seeing how close that was of happening. Like, I'll give you this example. Like, for instance, um, slavery is so-called ended in 1865, but we think in 1865 in our minds like a long time ago because we're in 2021, but generational-wise, it's only mm -hmm. about three or four generations. Exactly. So what they got from their people was directly from slavery at that point, because unless they part of someone that came later from an African tribe and maybe orally kept the traditions, but that was very rare. So just to know that we got our whole mindset shifted and placed into a program and then it got to running on itself after a while. And yep. now it's at the point where it's at now where it's like the children, which is us, the children's children, children, which is us, is coming. But we, we have the Internet. Yes. We have the ability to not be ignorant. And that's part of the great awakening of the collective is the fact that this information can't be hidden any longer. But yes. you still have a choice to yes. follow the old program. Yes. So it's, it's, it's a thing. Now I realize it's on the person. I'm not here to try to convince you any longer. I'm here to put this out there. If it resonates, your discernment, telling I'm a good person or whatever you need to feel what I'm saying is best to disconnect me from it because Thanks. what I'm saying is deeper than who I am. It's, but it's, that's smarter. That's the smartest thing to do because you'll look at my life and judge me because I'm human. So, but you can disconnect from what I'm saying uh, from the messenger and hear the message. And this is a universal thing. So people are um, coming into this awakening and we're, we're just the forerunners and we're already in a position to be able to give you things that will help you on your journey if you're just beginning. But, um, but yeah, but our, our history and our generations were traumatized into believing or religion and I started becoming a realist and I realized like, hey, they gave us this for um, for their benefit and not ours. Yes, that was great. Um, do you remember like the moment, whether you knew you were having a spiritual awakening at that time, when you look mm -hmm. back, do you remember the that current, that moment where it's like, I am moving away from <laughs> like that, that, what that, what that first <laughs> moment was like for you, like, and yeah. how did you feel when you came yeah. to the realization? Well, first off, I felt scared. I felt like I had, um, you know, I felt like I was going to be punished because the way that they make God out to be is a father figure that punish you for listening or thinking something else. Like I've been felt, you know, I, I even look at that where they say we born sinners and I'd be like, mm, I think we animalistic, you know, at the end of the day. And and when they say we born sinners, it just puts in my mind, like everything I'm doing, I'm going to hell. Yes. So, yeah. So at first it was scary. It was very scary. And it was and it was lonely because I had to keep it quiet because I would get, you know, um, 
backlash from people that was not even Christians, but people that know a little bit and believe like, oh, that's voodoo. Oh, that's this or that's that. And you get roots and you get into that. <laughs> but it's always been with us. Everybody know somebody talking about yeah, in Carolina, they still doing roots because it's a part of us. It's still yes. there. So it's just a fear thing that keeps you at that uh, gun. It's like a gun line that I was scared to cross. And then once I crossed it, I got beat up, you know, by by the awakening process because it was like lies. I was alone. It was people not getting it. I didn't understand it myself. I didn't have a following I got now or anything. So it was just me solo learning and Christianity came, had to come up eventually. Um, but it came with, but at the same time, I first learned about the mind first before anything else, before black, black history. Christianity, the, the stories that's missing. Before I learned any of that, my I hope high moment was when I learned about the subconscious mind. And then I was like, oh, okay, so this is a blue, this is an imprint in my subconscious mind based off of what they got. That's why I was able to handle it. Like, I'm gonna break this because I knew it was a mental thing. Awesome. Even even the fear. Awesome. If you could describe your practice your spiritual practice and what that looks like today like what keeps you spiritually nourished and how that looks today what would you say that looks like uh well today is more so dedicated to, to my flaws or my um being real with myself instead of letting the ego or people listening to me or follow me get me twisted into believing that i'm perfect or above somebody you know what i'm saying so it's been a lot of reality checks to myself and, and I was able to do this through my family and the children. And I think about things like that now, how I treat my woman. And it's more so a day-to-day -day thing of breaking my own flaws. It's not about anybody outside. It's not about a white man or religion or anything. It's just more so like, I'm really slipping on this aspect right here. Let me key in on this and because i've changed so much i know it's possible to do that so my spiritual practices include like meditation um daily with myself uh before i before i begin my day or I, if i can't do it right then i'll find a way to meditate like i meditated or did some breath work before even doing this and i um and my another part of it is i listen to my spirit a lot more and i just channel the messages and bring it out without worrying about how I'm, look, how I'm going to look. And that has uh, really improved my reach and learning that people are thinking these thoughts too. And then I go into, uh, I just recently began sound healing. So I'm gonna start offering like sound healing meditation sessions and things like that. So with being a service to the planet and, being a, and using that service to better me too. So like the books and everything, it brings me confidence when I finish it and I just feed on that. It's not really about who's going to buy it or anything. It's like I'm accomplishing these things. So my yes. philosophies are working. That's yes, working. yes. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, real, I'm realizing how to make it sharper and faster yeah. with, with my doubts and manifestations and things. So that's, that's my practice now, self-work, shadow work, yes. self-care. Awesome. If you, if there was one beyond the voodoo and hoodoo, one mm -hmm. stereotype of being black and spiritual that you've either been asked or heard that you would want to debunk, what would it be? I would first like to debunk the, uh, the witchcraft aspect of it and what we believe is witchcraft and what we've been taught to fear uh, because it was programming now. I will say this, it's still things that I'm fearful of because I don't completely understand certain things, but because I realized that my fears that I kind of step into it. Like I went to the Yoruba um, African village and they were like cutting a goat head and I didn't really know how that went, but I knew it was something deeper behind it, a sacrifice or what they were going into, but it's just a cultural barrier that I think we need to cross so we can get an understanding that it's not anything to be punished or be in fear of. And also people need to realize, stop being hypocrites when it comes to Christianity, because y'all are 
y'all don't keep it real. Y'all are the ones hurting the most people with the things that you say and you don't think. So like you say, you got a wish to go to hell. And it's like, do you even know what that means? And why are you empowered to even tell me that? Because exactly. my beliefs is different when I'm actually probably more in tune with God than you, because I can tell by the way you judge me and push that on me. So I would say y'all are not doing anything helpful when you think you're trying to battle somebody yes. into believing what you believe. So I want to debunk that too. Like we're not even listening to you. Well, I'm not, we're not even listening to you because I know your, your study is not even at the level of what I've looked into to come to this. I didn't just go worship a devil. I did awakening. I, I it's nothing to do with the devil. The devil inside of you as well. And you showing and you closer to it with the way you hurting people. Cause that hurts. Like you're doing witchcraft. I got a video on TikTok, did 200,000 views. It's still going. Uh, I went to the slave plantation in Red Cliff Plantation in South Carolina recently um to to sage it just to be out there with my ancestors and people just was oh you doing black magic or your ancestors are not happy about that or they're gonna haunt you just all this fear stuff and i got the confidence to jump over that and and, and i stand on it now and i'll go up against them i don't want to but i think you know i gotta let you know like this is real this ain't right. this is not just no social media this is saving my life and it's gonna save others so Fall back and go to church if you want to be talking like that. There's a lot of people there. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people there for you. You don't have to convert nobody over. They there waiting on you. Go get those hypnotized people, not me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, you know because it's like y'all are y'all are ruthless when it comes to the way that you talk, regardless, just human feelings. Like you're judging people. Somebody got you judging them. Somebody doing this, you're judging them. And you're yes. judging, judging, judging. And then most of the tired? time, yeah, you tired, man. You projecting now. I know about psychology. You don't believe what you're talking about. And you got those inner demons that you can't even express. I ain't gonna say demons. You got those inner thoughts that you can't even express. So you're, you're, you're attacking the people that's ex expressing them. Because if you really tap in, you know, you 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 know what I'm saying makes sense. Exactly. But you fear keeping you right there. That's that's yeah. that that let's was debunk so that devil talk. Let's debunk the devil talk. And what's crazy is the way that you, the way that they're even looking at God is devilish. Like God is will punish you, send you to hell, burn up cities. Well, that's not God, man. That's, that's not, not that's that's God. Not. That was, that's, yeah, that's God ain't like that. Not not my connection to source. Not that, at all. That part. That part. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. <laughs> but like, I think that was the most powerful thing in my own personal awakening was realizing yeah. I didn't have to fear God, that God right. was already inside of me and inside everybody else. And that each time we look mm -hmm. in the mirror, we're all looking at God. Like if exactly. you believe energy can't be created nor destroyed, it's just simply changing form, then all of this dense ass energy is God. And yeah, super dense too. That's right, ain't it? Is. Like we like real we, thick in here. We, yeah, like, it's heavy out here. It's heavy. <laughs> look in the mirror and it's like God is me and created me. And I'm looking at that. And then that moment of how can I not love that? How can exactly. I not how can I not love that? How can I feel like what I'm looking at is limited when God is limitless. How can right. I even make that make sense? And the part about, you know, people using their words to like battle against and things in the comments. I think the, I posted a poem about the ancestors mm -hmm. and um, it was a poem and a prayer. And when I posted it, somebody was in the comments. And they're like, you know, the ancestors are evil spirits. And I'm just like, well, you're welcome to, like, you're welcome to believe that. But one, nothing evil about my grandma, my grandpa, my family. And to think that the people that came before us and then seeing somebody, I don't know how people can believe they can go to their ancestors, but don't believe they can go to God. This is where you lack understanding. People aren't replacing God with their ancestors they respect and venerate their ancestors they worship god those two different actions happening here so i appreciate you calling that and i love the fact that you called out the part about animal sacrifice because mm -hmm. they want to act like 
Israelites didn't put blood of a lamb on the doorpost to as a right. this was a protection. This was a ritual of protection. There was an offering. There was they gave offering to spirit and said, "Would you protect us?" Then they took the blood of that offering and then they cooked the rest of. It. That's the part they don't talk about. It isn't just like they killed an animal and that's it. They killed yeah. it and they cooked the animal to you know as an act of respect. You right. kill, you kill animals for the go in a grocery store every day. The only difference yeah. is there's no spiritual connection to it. Whereas mm-hmm. in Africa and other indigenous cultures that do animal sacrifice, there is a spiritual aspect prior to them taking in the meat of the animal when they cook it. So yeah, I appreciate that. You'll have to give me the address of that plantation. So that oh I yeah, can- yeah, for sure. It's only like ten. Something like 15 minutes away from downtown. Really? Yeah, you're gonna have to yeah, send me that. Yeah. I like to go on road trips like that. So send me that. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Tell me, one, how did you know you were gonna write Mind Alignment, the first book? How that came mm-hmm. about. And yeah, just tell me about that process, how it came about. And for those who don't have this book, tell us about this book and then how the next book is different. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, it came about with initially when I first woke up or called myself waking up, I was a part of, I made a group, you know, kind of on Facebook and I would call it Mind Alliance. And we would, and I would just, that was the beginning point where everybody thought I was going crazy too, by the way. (laughs) This was, that was when I was really getting it. Like people was like, you got a cult going on or something. And I, and I wasn't knowledgeable enough to even understand what was happening myself. I was just more so like, okay, I, I looked at the book Thinking Grow Rich and I heard about a mastermind alliance. So I was like, you know, I get a more people together, we can do more. That was my intention behind it, you know, like create an alliance with my friends of how we share information and do things, which we still do. I still have some day one friends that was that went through the process with me um, and they're going through there. So that was a blessing of mine to have, like even when I have, you know, family of them other people, I had a couple friends that was like, bro, you think like that too? Me too. And we just built on it. And we're still kind of like building as we speak. I might've went a little deeper than him because he called me a spiritual advisor now, but it's good that I can get that out there and they trust me with that. But um, I'm sorry, what's the question one more time? I'm going in right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you were channeling, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I was going in. <laughs> um, how- oh, the book, the book, yeah. okay. Yes, I should have known that, right? That goes to show I'm more into that other side than even the book right here, because I'm going to keep it real. Like, I, the book just, okay, just the, as far as it goes with the book, the book made sense of being able to condense all these different topics I talk about. And I think it gave me a target audience to it, and it gave me a target topic to um, stand on for my speaking and for my, um, for my, for my platforms and it also felt good that I could give this knowledge to some people and I was hoping that it would hit the right hands of people that really needed it like how it sparked me and I wanted somebody to feel that from my words like how I would read a book and I'd be like it's talking directly to me mm-hmm. and change my life that's how I wanted this book to be so I put a lot of uh, I put a lot of information in this one about mind science and the subconscious mind and reprogramming. So it's an intro level to even knowing that the mind plays a role in creating your reality. And um, then I went to the second book, which I'm real proud of the second book because it's more personal of my journey. And I, and I catered it to African-Americans this time. It's a mind alignment 2.0. Uh, the paradigm shift for the black mind. So I was able to go into how I was a kid and um, I went to a majority white school and I would be in the classroom, you know, and we do black history and it's just me in there. And then we learn about slavery and that's all I knew because I came up under their educational system. I was able to say like about post-traumatic slave syndrome, epigenetics, um, uh, the collective wake up calls, different things like this meditation. So I like this one more because I feel like you can understand the mind with the first one 
And if you got that part, then you can go over and see as a black person, like, what does this even mean for my mindset or or the way that I'm seeing the world? And, and ours is uh, everybody's been programmed, but our programming runs way deeper and it's yes. generational. So I wanted to key in on generational trauma and things like that and how we change that. That was powerful. When you, especially becoming spiritual and a lot of times for people as spiritual, it's like we realize we're all one and we're all going through this together. So was it difficult mm-hmm. for you to essentially narrow your niche is probably the best way to put it. Like say, okay, yeah. you know what? I'm only going to focus I can't on, I'm going to target my people initially. Yeah. Was it difficult? Did you feel like, you know what? Did you feel you were limiting yourself in any way? Or did you say, you know what? I really got to narrow it down to us. Um, yeah, I felt like I was, I felt like I was limiting myself if I was looking at it from a, 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 a materialistic standpoint of business wise, you know, because you get more sales if things are universal, you know what I mean? So I, but then I came out with the book and it wasn't many white people that bought it. Keep it real. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it was like, why am I even wasting my time trying to cater to the, to the world that don't even care what, what I'm saying, or may already know it. My people new to this, you know, a lot of these topics, so they may already know it. So I was like, it wasn't that hard for me to pivot over to, okay, I'm going to focus on my people and I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to tell the truth about history and everything. And I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be well researched. So you can't hit me with the, oh, you just worried about black people or, or they, they, they got tactics that they use that I'm down on because I already know that because I came up around white people. Right. So I know your tactics is to dumb me down, to laugh at me. Oh, y'all doing like I just had a battle with somebody on on uh on TikTok before I got on here. It was saying <laughs> you're 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 a phony and you're a fake. You're spreading fear or something. I said I'm spreading truth, and I speak life. By the way, if you ain't know, and then I started hitting eight. Then I then I hit your because I'm because I can read energy. So I'm gonna hit your soul because you came to my door with that. And right. I told him I was a spiritual warrior not no peace and love and light all the time. Right. I will, I, I still got that in me. So I'm not the internet guru of worrying about my business before I worry about what is really, you know, really saved me and could save people. And for the people that want to come to me, I'm not the type to just be like love and light to you. No, I'm going to see your energy so I can make sure that you don't come around here anymore. I'm going to say what I got to say, then I'm going to block you. Or I might or I might get you with a video coming. I got more leverage now because more people. Because after I said, okay, so he was like, you're spreading fear. What are you doing out here? And I said, well, you can see my page. You can see the work that I put in. and I did it voluntarily on my own. So how can you sit there and say that I'm a phony and I'm not even asking for much money or what am I being phony to other than exactly. my ideas are spreading it. And exactly. uh, you, you got to get to a confidence level for the people out there that's listening. Now you got to get to a confidence level where you're able to, you know, be standing your truth and standing your um, argument of what you're saying. And you might be wrong sometimes. You understand that too, but you also have to stand up to make sure that they don't try to dumb you down and make you feel like you're wrong for talking about black history or talking to black people. And I'm black as you could get, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, me, me and you got deep, me and you both got deep roots. Look at deep, 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 you know deep, deep roots, so, deep roots. So it's like, why would I go to something else other than my, you know, than my people, especially when they down bad and especially when you don't want them to notice to come up. Because they mind could take the if we was on a good mindset collectively, we'll probably take off in months or days, you know. So well, it all like I can only joyfully imagine that moment when at a ma- like a mass of us, and it's and you're right, it's ha- I keep looking at how many, especially women, especially women. Oh, women on it. Yeah, like seeing and you know, especially reclaiming that or debunk debunking what witchcraft is supposed to be and Mm -hmm. honoring what it truly is the herbal medicine Mm -hmm. 
our connection to source and the fact that people get so caught up in nomenclature. Oh my God, you said goddess. Well, God ain't a man either. So I mean, yeah. like, like mm -hmm. why do you think the most high creator of universes, dimensions, and galaxies really <laughs> care? Like, let's just think about this from a logical standpoint. Yeah. I'm out here creating everything. Do yeah. I really sincerely care if you switch between God and goddess? Is that what you really think I'm worried about at this moment? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Look, not at no, all. I, I, I got, got past that. I'm, I'm <laughs> past that. When people say God is wrathful and things like that, as I've come to, like I personally am an initiated Ianisa as of September mm. in Ifa. And, nice. and I'm getting ready to study bhakti yoga. And then mm. I have metaphysics. Like I'm, I'm an Aquarius. I'm about to you learn won't. everything. I'm about to learn you it won't. all. And, yeah, that's lovely. But what I realized is God is joyful. God is love. Right. I'm like, have you seen a platypus? Do you honestly think Source ain't got no, no sense of humor? Have you seen a platypus <laughs> before? Have you actually exactly. seen it? And then it was exactly. like, you know, that's just a coincidence. So you so special that God's just doing random stuff. There's no plan or art, artistry happening. Like, you think oh, yeah. like that's just a coincidence. Even though when you look at it, upside everything else, it can't possibly be a coincidence. And so I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah. Is your book still in pre-sale or is it officially on sale sale? Uh, well, it's official now. I'm going to start shipping out probably like uh, Tuesday this week. But it's official. Uh, it came out on February 22nd. And yeah, you can, you can purchase it now on my website, mindaline369.com. Okay. Tell me about the card that you posted a picture of. Oh yeah, yeah. That was um that was my that's my debit card for uh for my business for Mindaline three six nine. And I want to speak on that too to just kind of put it out there Go as ahead. well. Uh, like it's been like I said, I've been doing a lot of self work. So I've been doing a lot of self work. I've been really instead of just reading things, I've been doing it. Yes. Like if a meditation say breathe four times. I'm going to breathe four times. I want to see, you know what I'm saying? I want to see what will happen if yes. I'm obedient. Yeah, if I'm obedient to these things instead of just being like, that was deep or I had that experience once or this like that and just all over the place. I've been keying in. So I did something special where I did the 369 method, um, uh, manifestation method where you write your goals or your affirmations three times in the morning, six times in the um, afternoon, and then nine times before you go to sleep to reprogram your mind. And I did that, and it's funny because I was speaking on being an online entrepreneur. Uh, that was one of the main things that I wanted to do. So I did it probably back in September, October. And it's just like, when you really do these techniques, it really will blow your mind of what you become or what you're capable of. So for me to have an online e-commerce store, for me to get 60,000 TikTok followers and, and while I was doing these things, while I was saying, for me to get an email before you came for a brand deal, it's like, man, this stuff is working. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, like, if you work it, if you work, even in that, in my book, if you work those techniques that's in that book, not just read it and work them, you're guaranteed to come out on the other end with the things that you desire, or at least a new perspective exactly. of the world. Yes. So, so yeah, it's like, this is, this is a good time uh, for me and a good uh, position that I'm in to, to be able to spread the knowledge to more people. That's, that's and it came true. from my mind. And that card was another one of those. There it go. There it go again. And I got a card now with my company name on it. And a book just launched and I finished it in months. So it's just it's just a lovely thing. And, and I and I just share it with people to be able to get on and get on, get on their way. But I also learn from people to be able to uh, sharpen myself up to. I'm staying humble, but I'm also very confident. It, as, and that's how it's supposed to be. And I want to say first, thank you. Like I have been like, you know, like not stalker following, but like watching your posts and things like that. Yeah. And it's always the timing is always so divine because you'll post something that either came up in a reading or something I was thinking about in the download. Mm -hmm. And then you'll post mm -hmm. something. I'm like, 
<laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. Thank that's you. That's my I realized that was uh I realized that was happening. I realized that's a responsibility that I have. And that's why a lot of times I go into um I kind of channel it or see what I need to say because mm-hmm. sometimes it come out of nowhere and like I in in a lot of people say, like you said, like that was right on time. Now I might look at it and I'll be like, I got five lights on that. Like obviously, but then I think back and I'm like, a lot of people can't even show that they're into what I'm talking about. So they so they are on the outskirts. And some people have been on the outskirts for years. And then they'll pop up and be like, Rick, I've been watching and I've been listening. Yes. And it's just, it just, it just um it just confirms my purpose uh in, in that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing when people like you tell me that. So I do appreciate that. And that and it and it's intentionally done that way. Yeah. Um, you know, for those people to be able to get that message. Cause I remember when I get those, used to get those messages from teachers and how good it used to feel. And I was hoping to bring that same thing. Well, you have, and you publishing a book and self-publishing inspired me to publish my first poetry book. So nice. When I, I seen that. Book, when I published my first poetry book, I was like, I got your book and then I got um other young lady that was with you um closer to the sun and I was just yep. like why haven't you posted published your poetry book and I think I worked mm-hmm. after that um book signing I think yeah. I laid out my book that weekend like I laid it out nice. it was published was like in a week so I was just all of those things you are seen you are appreciated mm-hmm. especially as a black man because sometimes exactly. I feel like a lot of times when we're looking, especially black men, you know, it's there's a certain level of discernment because you know you may get someone that's like way here or way there, mm-hmm. and we, yeah. you know they're not like like you got to have that level of discernment and to be as balanced and well rounded as you are when you post right. a video. It's not simply you speaking spirituality. You might have what did you post? Uh, oh my God, what song did you just post recently in a TikTok? Um, oh, um uh, today God. was it yesterday? Was it today? Yes, yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Nas Patience with Damon Marley. It's like they can see that this isn't just some like woo quote unquote woo woo stuff. <laughs> like it's right, it's underneath the underneath. If you dig in, if you listen, like there's medicine in some of this music. Some good, some bad, yeah. but there's medicine in some of this music. And what you do is allow that to pull people who maybe would be resistant to you. So I, I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate you being a light and a vessel. There is so much light around you, like you are like glowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've been working on it. I've been working on it. And, that, and, and you same with you though. I keep looking up there and I see like, you know, I see nothing but white behind you. But what I what I was um just to go back to what you were just saying about the um about being black and doing it, that's what I feel like I was uh that goes back to that other question you asked me, what did I feel like I was um boxing myself in when I went to black people, but then I realized I got incarnated as a black man yes. with this type of knowledge that and my friend and my one of my friends really told me this he was like i was like um what i'm saying is not really that new bro like like i learned this from somebody and and then he just said it and it always stuck when he was like how many of them look like you though how many of those people look like you mm-hmm. and not just black just look like you like i listen to rap music hip-hop i'm a I'm, I'm a regular person and I yes. and now I do that intent. I also do that now intentionally yes. to let it be known that the person out there that's just regular, you thinking, oh, I'm listening to this rap music, I can't be spirit. Yes, you can if you yes. know how to hear because yes. it drives your emotions. Yes. Don't let them make you think that, you you know, that's not a ritual in itself because it's still our same yes. ancient arts yes. put on beat and put on yes. a, a affirmation. So. I'd be careful what I listen to, or sometimes I might listen to some ignorance because it's all part of me. So, it, but I'd be, but I'd be really wanting people to know, like, I'm a regular person. And the more I grow, the more is the proof of what I'm saying works. Yes. So a lot of people see in my journey like you, you know, so that's, that's, and you, you probably even seen me change it up a bit or, mm-hmm. it, or it switched up and got more intentional. Yes. And, 
So, to your and that's, point. And that's where I'm at with it right now. And that's a valid point, being balanced and like for me, like I need people to know I'm still watching Dragon Ball Z. I was just watching the right. show before I came on. Like I was Love sitting it. in the sitting in the car singing um Dwelle and T Pain closer to you. All of these <laughs> things are still a part of me. Yeah. But there's this and what it does is the spirituality allows us to honor all of who we are. We I don't have go. to I'm a I am an initiated Ifa priestess. And if you mm-hmm. unless you realize I'm wearing elekes, I'm not even wearing all of them. Unless you realize yep. I'm wearing elekes, you don't know that, but you know my spirit is bright. Right. You know I got good energy. And that's right. more important than my title. The fact that you just come and be in my presence and say, there is something beautiful about you and your light radiates. And for me, mm-hmm. I feel like it's important for us, especially us not only being black, black and dark skin, black and yeah. looking like our Nigerian ancestors with our gaps. That yeah. gang unite. Yeah. And, like, and we're going to show our gaps. We're going to show our gaps. The smiles they face with. So it's like, yeah, that's that's another thing. I'm not the typical look that it would go for. Like, and I and I and and most people are not. So they need somebody to speak for them yes. and get that confidence. Cause most of these people, people looking for more authentic things yes. than peace, love, and light, homie, uh king and queen, this and that. And it sounds like a script because you're not saying that to your mama and daddy when you walk in the house on Thanksgiving or whatever. Right. You're saying, what's up, pops? What's up? I'm still that person. Absolutely. But it's it's a better version of me, a oh. much better version. Yes. Okay. Tell us again on social medias, your website, go ahead and plug, plug, sure. plug, plug all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, just to go to the business aspect, we gotta handle the business. But it's uh it's you can follow me on Facebook at Ricky Prestige Leverage Jr. Uh that's why that's where uh Nias found me at, and that's where I put a lot of statuses and uh memes and things like that and uh other information and videos. And then you can also follow me on, on TikTok, that's where I'm the most active at currently, uh, which is uh prestige speaks, that's P-R-E. S-T-I-G-E speaks uh, on TikTok as well as Instagram and my uh, website where you can purchase the book. You can purchase on Amazon as well. But um, if you feel safer with that and the new one will be up there and, you know, they have to approve it. So the new one will be up there in the next couple of days on Amazon. But if you want to go directly to the website, we got jewelry. We got um, we're going to start having a lot of other books than just mine. It's going to be like a metaphysical story online store but that's uh www.mindaline369.com awesome awesome and i'll make sure if i upload this to youtube it'll be in the description box all the links will be there everything will be in my description on the podcast thank you again ricky i got a question for you after i stop recording um but thank you like this has been so dope and i'm just like i love you just so honored thank you so much thank you for thinking of me